0: Hey everybody, my name is Rob Shear, and I'm the founder of a national nonprofit called Comfort Cases. I'm also an advocate for children in our foster care system, a public speaker, an author of a book, A Forever Family, but most importantly, I am the father of four amazing children.
1: Hi, I'm Dana McKay, and I saw Rob on The Ellen Show, and when I realized his organization was based right here where I live, I knew I had to get involved. I'm also a social media consultant, a radio host, a podcast producer, and a mother of two children.
0: See, our country's foster care system is shattered, and this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change, changing the system, and changing the lives of children in care.
1: Welcome to the Fostering Change podcast. Today we are talking to Emily Blumenthal and Emily is the founder of the Handbag Awards. They're about to have their 14th annual Handbag Awards a little bit later this year. And Emily actually has done a lot of philanthropy work and she was the bridge between Rob getting hooked up with um, another person at the Handbag Awards who ended up becoming a huge partner with Comfort Cases. And Emily just does some amazing work. So we want to talk about, you know, people who have businesses and then want to give back and what inspires them to do that. So Emily, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm pretty excited. I, I really have been looking forward to this podcast because I will never forget um, when I received an email from you and you asked if I would be interested in coming to speak at your handbag awards in New York City. And at that time, mm-hmm. I think we were year eleven. Um, and I, I, I got off the phone and I said to Barry, who is my assistant, I said, are you sure they got the right person? I was like, they want me to speak at at a handbag awards. So I go to New York City. I don't know what to expect, by the way. I have no clue what to expect. I go and I get there, and I'm talking, they've got the um, camera people are there. People are standing in front of the step and repeat. It is packed. I mean packed. I mean there are People, I mean, beautiful, beautiful people, handbags all over the place. You know, the, right. the 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 liquor was wine was being handed out. And it was just and I was just I like, think
2: I, we ran out that year. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing was, was I had never, ever been to an award show like that. So to me, this was it was all new. So we all go inside and and we all sit down. You know, I had met Emily. I met her husband. And by the way, you're pregnant at the time. Yes. Yes, yes I was. For you're, fun at this point. So, yeah, yes, you're preg, you were pregnant at the time. And so, you know, being a mother and, you know, raising your, your little ones um, and doing this unbelievable handbag awards. And by the way, just for those who do not know, and we're going to be giving out her website and talking about how we can support um, her right. her organization. But these are people from all over the world, Dana who actually submit their ideas, their handbags. And um, I, I was my time to get up and speak. And I was like, right. oh my gosh, what in the heck am I going to say to all these people? And as I looked out, and I had written a speech, but as I looked out and I saw all these young designers who just you could see in their eyes what a difference that this night was making for them. It was just like I know exactly what to say and it was amazing. It was amazing. And I can't thank you enough. So many people came up to Aww. me. They introduced themselves, they gave their business cards, of course they did. The um what they always do is we want to do something with you. We we want to help you and um And then it really didn't, nothing really happened. And Emily would tap and, you know, and then last year was the big year where, again, Emily calls me back and says, hey, Rob. I want you to come back. And I was like, really? And she's like, yes. She's like, we are doing something. We are opening doors. And sure enough, she opened doors. And she's opened doors for several designers, um, you know, who have, you know, my wonderful my friend, Chris Belt, who I love dearly, who has donated to our charity and donated to our auction. Um, the fact that I would not even know Amy Katzenberg if it wasn't for Emily and. I would never have, she introduced me, and, and by the way, um, Amy was pregnant at the time, and yes. and, and yes, yeah, she was yeah. pregnant at the time, the first she time, she
2: didn't even know I was, which was even
0: funnier, <laughs> it was crazy, it was crazy, but she, yeah. you met, you introduced me, and then the next year you introduced me, and you were like, you know, something, and she is the reason that we we have our connection.
1: Absolutely. And for people who don't know, Amy Katzenberg has hooked us up to get um, Comfort XLs made at a really, really great price through her suppliers and also to get backpacks as well. She designed them herself and uh, it's just been an amazing partnership. And one of the you know, great things about this is it's a woman who has a business and she's successful and she used her connections and her skills to help us out and to help kids in foster care and to help us grow. So it's been amazing.
0: So Emily, tell me, I would love to know, because um, you're, you're known throughout the world as the um, fairy godmother of handbags. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't, uh, <laughs> and I love that. By the way, I absolutely love that. So tell me, t- t- tell me about Emily.
2: Um, well, <coughs> it's interesting because you know, an award show for handbag designers it's, it's you, you know, you have to raise money, we have to raise awareness, and you know, having been a handbag designer myself, this was not something I ever envisioned. Doing or having, but I, um, the truth is, I was a, I started out in uh, advertising and then ad sales, and I basically did anything I could within the media world. I worked for CNN in London. I worked for Cartoon Network in Moscow. I mean, you name it, I've done these crazy things. And then when I came back and I was getting my MBA, I'm working for this ridiculous little magazine. I came up with the idea for a handbag to hold on to when you go out. And I think had I not been going to school at the time, my mentality would have been very different. But I started teaching at the Learning Annex kind of in tandem, which I found to be hilarious. But they always had the flavor of the month to come and do talks. You know, Donald Trump would do talks on real estate. You know, those little things on the streets that you would see, like learn how to... Start your own handbag line. Learn about real estate. Remember them? The yes,
0: yes, yes. I do. I do.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I guess I'm dating myself because I bring it up and people are like, "What is that?" (laughs) Oh God, (laughs) I'm not old. They are. So, (laughs) um, I started giving these seminars on how to launch your line. And by the time, you know, I think oration is something I don't want to say it's a gift, but I feel like some people are less inhibited to speak in front of others. And I'm one of them. You're one of them, Rob. And I could talk in front of a thousand people. I wouldn't even be famous, you know, (laughs) dealing with what's for dinner is more stressful for me. So, um. My whole thing was that if I'm going to give a talk, I needed to have a plan, and it needed to be treated like a class. And so the format of my seminar was how to launch your line, and I wrote it out more or less the way a class would be. And then by the time after doing it for two three years, I had three hundred people coming, and wasn't even like, oh, huh, this is something I should be doing. It was like, okay, well, here's another way to make money. So my handbag line did okay. You know, I didn't any wasn't groundbreaking, but it was good enough. And I had a few licensing deals. And my last licensing deal was just a disaster. And, you know, you live and learn. And I managed to get on to QVC. And I got myself into burgers and vendors. And, you know, you have to look at everything as a takeaway. And in the midst of all this, I started teaching um, beyond the learning annex. So I taught fashion PR at... Um, the Laboratory Institute of Merchandising, and then I taught fashion marketing at um, Parsons, and then most recently I've been teaching entrepreneurship at FIT. So, you know, I feel like this element of philanthropy its not something, I guess, that is innately woven in me. I guess it's just one of those things that is just part of what you should do in every Time before the semester, I'm dreading it. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like this. I don't have the energy. I don't want to do this. But it's kind of like working out. Like you don't feel like doing it until after you've done it. And then after you've done it, you realize how important it is and the impact you're making and why you should continue. So that has kind of stayed with me. So in the midst of all this, after my last licensing deal went, you know, upside down, um, I came up with the idea for the awards because I'd worked in media and I'd started my own handbag line and I had these licensing deals and I knew, you know, and I'd consulted with so many small designers. I said, okay, why not an award show for handbags? Ha ha ha. I can create media packages around these categories. The brands will get a great designer at the end to work with and it's something out of the box and it's unexpected and it would be free added value and then... They can get a brand ambassador or uh, a collaboration or a guest designer because everybody's so hungry for newness and innovation. So I knew just the basic fundamentals of having an event that you need a handful of things, that you need to have discovery of new talent, which is what I had tech check, check. I needed to have big brands involved, check for sponsorship. You needed to have someone to honor, which I said, okay, we'll do an iconoclast. I certainly know enough people within the industry. Um, And you need you need charity. So the first, um, funnily enough, I will not name them. The first company I reached out, organization I reached out to, um, helps women get off the street. And you know, and I reached out to them. I said, look, I'm going to do this event with handbags. I can get you handbag donations. And they said no. And I was shocked. And I said, are you sure? And I said, look, I'm going to I have access to people in the industry. I can help you you know, connect with big brands. I can get you products like this. I'm assuming this is what your women need. Handbags. No, no, no. The real estate on our website means something. We're looking for bigger people. And I said, okay. So, uh, bottomless closet at the time was working with LIM. So I had uh, reached out to them and it's these two lovely ladies that are captain of bottomless closet. And I said, um, You know, I've got this event I'm starting. Would you be interested? I can help you get bags. We can put it even on the invite saying, you know, bring a new or slightly used handbag for donation. And they were like, absolutely. Let us know what you need. Wonderful. So we've been doing that ever since year one. And people showed up, which I was shocked, with shopping bags worth some handbags. And I said, you know what? That's something everybody always is sitting in their closet, handbags, that they don't use. That could be repurposed for people who need them. So, you know, it wasn't anything I thought of. I didn't really, you know, pat myself on the back. I was like, okay, off am here too. I've got to now make more money because this is now a thing. So after doing this for a few years, you know, you always have to keep your ear to what's going on. And I saw a of video of God knows which one. And, you know, God knows which one that leaves you hysterically crying and moved. And you go through a whole range of emotions listening to Rob speak. And I said, okay, I can I can help. Can't promise anything, can't guarantee anything, but exposure for what he's doing is essential because one thing that uh, people can't help themselves are children, and if children are stuck in the system, I mean, especially what's going on now, it breaks my heart to think of all these kids that are stuck in these awful homes that no one can do anything about. Um, you know, as a mother, if there's a way to be a an agent of change on a microcosmic level then you should do it and that's how I function you know bake sales I'll bring napkins you know ch- any fundraisers I'll, I'll be there to you know make a call I'm not the person who you're going to ask to be the leader but if you need something done that I can do that's within my wheelhouse I will move mountains to do it
0: you know I think that that's so, the I think that's the success of of What I consider a good human is the fact that, you know, people aren't out there. Not everybody's out there writing big checks. But what people are out there doing is they're opening doors. And the fact I remember when you were you do your swag bag and um, you were like, listen, put put in each one of the bags. Make sure you put information about comfort cases. And I was like, what, really? And you were like, yes, we want to. And that's what they did. You, You it's amazing. It's amazing to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I was going back and forth on the postcard. I'm like, you can't put that on your postcard. It's got to look better. Come on, fix it. You can do this. This is what people want. and The funny thing is my mom was so upset because she's like, I have all these old backpacks that, you know, my, my nephews had only used once, twice. My sister's eyes so much. And, and, you know, no, they have to be new. And she was so upset. And I said, look, if these kids are getting something that's theirs and they need to feel good about it, it's got to be new. You can't, you can't take that away from a child or, or their effort. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's what we did.
0: Well, I love it. I love it you know and the fact is you have opened up many doors you know i was telling someone the other day that i went to um i went to the the it's the only handbag museum in the united states and it's in little rock right. arkansas and because arkansas. of you um they did a huge fundraiser and flew me and Chris Belt in. Um, and I got to give a speech and people donated. And again, this was all because of you introducing me to Chris and me being there when he was receiving his award, which by the way, his bag is absolutely beautiful um yeah but so was the award with your award winner last year so so tell me so so right now you know you're at that that judging point I'm assuming you're almost at the point where you've picked your your finalists and now you're figuring out what are you going to do
2: well we have our application process closes April 25th and much like everybody I've been You know, like, what am I supposed to freaking do? Um, You know, I don't think by June, uh, we'll have the world be able to fly into New York City. will have the world want to fly into New York City. Will people want to be in a cocktail space with 250 people, let alone in a, a theater space with 450 people? Probably not. So I, like everybody else, have to just be creative and we are going to try to do our influencer panel via zoom if it's a disaster with too many people then we'll figure it out and we're gonna have to convert this event to digital because i can't push my dates back because our application process opened january 1st so when am i going to have them like it's not rolling admissions for a university it's a right. award show but, right. Yeah, we're we're gonna do it online and figure it out, and hopefully it'll be the most kick-ass online handbag awards event anybody's ever seen. And everybody's just has to roll with the times. And I, like everybody else, I'm not unique in that sense. So whatever cause we're trying to do, and giving people a reason to be excited, and giving people a reason to design, and hopefully. Allowing people to feel like they have a purpose in making a handbag, if that gives one person dollars, then then, then all this is worth it, right? Right,
0: right. you
2: You can only do what you can do, and beyond that, you can't punish yourself.
0: Yeah, this is the new norm. As I told people, it's it's so hard for us to get through this and figure it all out. I mean, we're trying to do this every single day, figuring out how to get cases out and making sure the kids know they matter. You know, one of the things I don't think people know about you, Emily, and I love this, is that every month you put stuff out on your um, social media platform about charities, about comfort cases, actually. And I cannot thank you enough. I haven't had an opportunity to say thank you, but the amount of followers that that we're able to see and then I know Dana, we share it, um, you know, through our social media platform. And, you know, it's just, it's getting the word out. The more that we tap people, the more, you know, people will understand the plight of a child in foster care. And knowing that well, some of these kids will never be able to afford one of these beautiful bags. And what I love is that you have so many of your designers who have donated bags to us to give to young women um oh, which I wonderful. you know I I love that um Chris Belt just the you know I just he just reached out to me not long ago and said hey listen he's like you know um I got one season closing another season open he's like you know let me send the 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 um handbags to you and please hand them out to the girls in in foster care and I mean I get that quite often from designers um because of you opening up the door and I can't thank you enough for that and then you know Dana, and I, don't, I haven't even told you this. So you know those um, sketch pants? They're not sketch pants, but you know those pajama pants we got? Which ones? All with the <laughs> um, the, the fruits and the um, candies on them. We get them from that place up in New York City. Okay. Um, that all happened because of Emily. Oh
1: wow! Okay, yeah. and yeah, Emily doesn't know even that. know oh, that, wow. and
0: Emily doesn't even realize that. So what happened no. was there was um, there was a woman who um, who was at the awards, and she went back and told this garment person from the garment district um, about me, and he reached out, and the next thing you know, you know, we're buying you know pajama pants at less than two dollars a pair, all because of you, wow. Emily, all because of you, all because of you oh, giving wow. me that platform so it's been amazing it's been amazing
2: wow oh no this is i mean you know it's 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 such an endeavor to do this event much like you understand the endeavors it is and sometimes i'm like oh i can't keep doing this because it's so much work and it's 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 not easy, you know, like I'm convincing people to put money into an event to support the ham not only the handbag industry, but finding new talent. And especially now, marketing budgets are the first things that are gonna get cut. But, you know, I serve a purpose within the industry because without what we do, there are the new designers won't have a platform and then where will they go? And then it's just gonna be this more sea of sameness. And, you know, if there is a way that We're able to help a woman with an old coach satchel case that, you know, some woman will never use that she got for her first job and now can save this woman to go on her first job 20 years later. You know, this is what you're supposed to do. That's how you're supposed to give back. Within the means and the scope of what you do, it shouldn't be so hard or so difficult. No, so, you're right yes yeah, you you were a natural extension and I said if he's making handbags and doing something with handbags then I then then we should be connected if nothing else so more people know what he's doing
0: well let me tell you I can't thank you enough and I can't thank you for our friendship you know I, it's, hmm. get, tell me a little bit give me give me your website and what people can do to help because let me tell you something it's it's not only about bringing awareness but you know Not many people realize this, but so much of this is coming out of your pocket. So, um, you know, I love when people can come in and they can donate and they can, you know, what can people do to help you?
2: Well, (laughs) at this point, I think, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, all we need are designers to apply and participate. So if you are a handbag designer and you feel like you've got some talent to offer, go to thehandbagawards.com. If you are a brand, do reach out. We'd still love to support you and have you support us. And we still have the means and the capacity to reach out to the industry. Uh, It's it's pretty frustrating. I can only imagine because I know so many buyers now are put on furlough. Um, You know, it's it's a tricky time. But the ones who will always come out of this are the independents. That's always how business works. The market goes down, and that's when small business comes back up.
0: No, you're right about that. You're right about that. And one thing, you know, I want to say to all the the people who listen to us, and and we have so many amazing people who have aged out of foster care, um, you know, this is your opportunity, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to do that, you know, that sketch of that beautiful bag that you, you have envisioned in your mind. And now you can put it down on paper. You can go on to this website and you can apply. Um, This is, this could be your, the the door that opens up for you.
2: Yep, absolutely. And, For better or for worse, at this point, you know, it's free to apply. That's how it's been. Um, I always felt, you know, again, it it could have been a revenue generator for us, but I always felt that for us to get the numbers, we get thousands with a Z (laughs) of people who apply. And the reason for that is that we don't want to put a cap on talent. So it doesn't matter if you're in college or if you've been, you know, you're 65 years old, that everybody has should have this opportunity to create and to not diminish what they have inside them. So I I have created a, a means to help evaluate and so forth and work with designers if they want to, which they can go to emilybumenfeld.com and that's, that is where I, that is paid for, that is for consulting, but you would get my eyes, ears, and my opinions and thoughts um, to to actually, you know, help you and push you along. But I just wanted to also say that we actually have a, a wonderful woman um, of ours. I believe you've been connected with, who is on our influencer preliminary panel, who's also been through the foster care system and went to Princeton and is a super rock star everything. So, you know, I just, you know, I always look to her for what's possible and I don't believe she's an outlier. I believe that she is what it could be if given enough love and, and opportunity. So, um, you know, I just think that it's like a plant. If you love it, it will grow.
0: No, I agree. I agree. And, and one of the, the reasons why I really wanted to have you on this show is to, um, be able to let kids who listen to our podcasts all over the country realize that, you know, you have an opportunity to, to open up a door for yourselves and all you have to do is just go online and apply and apply. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I met somebody last year. I think I think they had told me that they had applied something like four times or something yeah. and they finally got they have finally got accepted. And so it's one of these things that, you know, you you got to if you want it, if you feel it in your heart, you can do it. Listen, Emily, I can't thank you enough. This podcast has been so eye-opening for so many people. It shows how you as a businesswoman and a business person are able to open up the doors for nonprofits, and that doesn't always mean writing a big check and that much you have done you have opened up so many doors and will continue I'm lucky to call you my friend I'm lucky that you know if there's something I need I get to text you I get to call you and I love you and I'm so lucky you're in my life so listen I
2: See, this is- you get everybody crying oh (laughs)
0: that was
2: just a farewell
0: listen I love you you to death and and I hope that there's enough I hope that there's enough space for me to listen in on the awards on your on your zoom awards or and if there's anything I can help you with you know I will we're
2: gonna we're gonna figure something out because again you know it's, it's like you know you are such an orator and it's so emotional and it's such a it's it's definitely, you know, it's a, it's hard to hear, but I think in some cases it's, it's a necessity because everybody needs a little wake-up call. So, again, if we're able to do this online and we're able to get that many more eyeballs and ears listening and, and watching, then, of course, we're going to have to come up with a way to ensure that More people know that you can donate and you can give, and there are kids who are stuck in the system, and especially now who are stuck at home, and some of them are in terrible, terrible homes, and we need to help them. We need to help these kids who cannot help themselves, so if there's a way for us to continue to support that, I will always be there.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And listen, I hope you have an amazing day. You know, one of the things that, too, guys. that we always ask before we end is we always have a question for every one of our list, our our guests. And so, Dana, go ahead.
1: If you could change two things about the foster care system, what would they be?
2: Oh, God! I don't know. I have there are kids in my neighborhood who are who are uh, who've been adopted by same-sex parents. Actually, two of them in my in my neighborhood. Heard who've been adopted by same-sex parents and, and the hoops they had to jump through to get these kids and to be with them. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just a clogged system and I'm not, I'm not political on any level. I just know that if you are a parent and you see a kid in your school, in your kid's school who uh, looks like they need something, find a way to help. I think that's, that's all you can do. And be sensitive, just be kind and sensitive. I love that. The kids are, kids, kids just, you know, kids uh, behave in a way that they are trying to protect themselves or reactive in terms of what they've been exposed to. So, you know, I think more as an adult, you're able to reflect more on seeing on like, kids that you grew up with and think, oh, I understand why she was so mean, or I understand why he was so such a horrible person such a horrible kid in class I understand they had they were living in circumstances that they could not control and that's how they were able to handle it so you know empathy is 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 free and it's hard to do it's harder than anything so I think you know kindness is you show it and smile where you can I think that's all you
1: can do Absolutely.
0: I love it. I love it. Listen, we love you. Good luck. And we can't wait to connect again real soon.
1: I'm here. If you know I am.
0: Oh, uh, have a great, amazing rest of your day and be safe.
1: You too. Bye to bye. Stay inside. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> bye.
0: Dana and I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast.
1: You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. And check out the Fostering Change blog at comfortcases.org.
0: So everybody, we want to hear your stories. So reach out to us if you would like to be a guest on the podcast. You can find me on Facebook at Rob Shear, Instagram at Rob underscore Scheer, and on Twitter at Rob Scheer 6.
1: And please share this podcast and leave us a review.
0: Remember, we're all part of the same community. Your zip code, it's not your community, but it's our human race. Let's all make a difference.